Welcome. It is Derek Cam here on the mic, ready to enlighten you with the raw facts, the info you need to have the edge when getting into your first real estate deal, your hundredth. This is the gold. This is the golden standard. That everybody should know in this day and age. So I'm going to get right into it. I ain't going to waste any time here. What I'm talking about in this segment of the series of audio that you'll be receiving. This segment I want to talk about the importance of selecting the right loan officer. Okay, Many people, I would say the majority of first time home buyers. Majority of my clients come to me on a referral basis. What do you do as a prospective home buyer? You go online, you're on Zillow, you look at some properties, maybe reach out to some agents, and you start getting into the mix that way. Or possibly you get referred from a cousin, or you have a family member who's a real estate agent, and you go about the process that way. And I get it, okay? That's essentially how the industry works in so many ways. You, we go on a referral basis. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I've built a living based on those principles. Okay? But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of shit being referred out there. There's a lot of substandard professionals who suck at what they do. Okay? And I see it too much. I see it all day long in this industry. Just professionals that are really bad at what they do, whether it's attorneys or real estate agents or loan officers, okay, people that suck. And if you, as the prospective buyer, had a method, which is what I'm going to be going over in the next couple of minutes, okay, to run your compliance and due diligence to make sure that who is being referred to you essentially is what they say they are. And can deliver what you need delivered. Because at the end of the day, when you're in contract to buy and there's mortgage contingencies and there's sellers involved and there's deadlines and there's timelines that need to be satisfied. And you're working with a dope who can't deliver. It is, my friends, an utter nightmare. It is an utter nightmare, okay? So this is, this is a, a portion of my content that's really important to me because I've built a business over the past 15 years of trust, of execution, okay, of, of essentially getting shit done for my clients, okay, and delivering on what I say I'm going to deliver. So there's a couple of things that I want to touch base with here. Okay, a couple of nuggets that I want to give you, the prospective buyer, to walk away from this. Okay, the first thing is looking at the loan officer that's being referred to you and seeing where they are in the online arena. Okay, things like do they have a Zillow profile? Right, I'm a big advocate of when I close loans, I like my clients if they can, I won't pressure them. 
and I'm not going to get on their case for it, but I will give them a link to my Zillow profile and I would say, please, if you can give me a review of how you really felt about the experience, I'd really appreciate it for other future prospective clients to come and take a look. Okay? This is a great social litmus test for you as a prospective buyer to see who you're dealing with. Okay? Especially if you're in the purchase market. There are a lot of loan officers who are licensed and are good, but they do not specialize in the purchase market. The purchase market for lending is a whole nother animal. There are a lot more moving variables, a lot more sophistication to how deals are structured. Okay, Not to take anything away from refinance-focused loan officers. Okay, because there's a, there's a lot that goes involved with that as well, and I, I know a lot of of of, of gentlemen and ladies who, who make a great living, okay, doing refinancing, but purchases is a whole other animal. You're dealing with a lot more variables, a lot of different personalities, okay, and you need to have the right system and structure in place to make sure deals don't blow up at the table, and things don't go haywire, and and borrowers don't lose their down payment money, okay. So if you're in the market to purchase a property and you're dealing with a loan officer, guess what? You want to make sure that this person is either on Trulia, Zillow, Redfin, somewhere where you're getting feedback from other people that have bought homes where they can tell you, hey, listen, this person did this and I had this type of experience, okay? Zillow is massive. I'm a huge advocate of it. A huge advocate of it and I try to get all of my clients on there you know if they're up for it to just drop me a line and let me know how I did for them all right so checking your prospective loan officer on Zillow is a must okay another gateway social gateway to check to make sure your loan officer is out there publicly is LinkedIn LinkedIn is a great place where you're there. Most of my clients are working professionals that are on LinkedIn. So it's a great place where if you are operating correctly and you are a public figure that prides themselves in what they do, you are going to be on LinkedIn showing your work history, showing your knowledge, sharing your knowledge. Okay. If you're not on LinkedIn, it doesn't take away from what you could be. There are a lot of veteran loan officers that know a whole lot more than me. Okay, they've been in the game for double the amount of time that I have. They don't even know how to create an email. Okay, so it's not to take away from the, some of the experienced loan officers that know what they're doing and they just don't know the importance of social media and social currency. Okay. But it is a good place to start. And in and, and, and this day and age, you do want to be with somebody who's on there because it allows you to remove doubt. If somebody's not on there, and yet they essentially really could be great, and they could be coming to you as a referral from somebody you trust, but essentially you're really going off of what your friend or family member or colleague is saying about this person okay 
that aligned with social currency from other people, now you're not just hearing it from one mouth, you're hearing it from dozens, if not hundreds of mouths that are telling you, listen, this is the person you want to work with. So that's why I'm saying the importance of having a presence online is because it confirms with what you are already hearing from the source who's referring it to you. Another very important place to check is with the state, with NMLS, because I'll be honest with you, there are a lot of loan officers who are operating illegally. They are not licensed. They are working under other loan officers' licensing, and this happens often, and I know dozens, I'm not going to mention any names, but I know dozens, dozens of loan officers, pseudo-loan officers, who are operating under other people's licenses. That's a no-no. That's a big no-no. But yet it happens, and just like any business, you're going to have the black, the white, and the gray area. Okay? That's the red area. That's not even the gray area. That's the red area. And there's a lot of that going on. One way to make sure you're not getting into bed with anything of the sort is checking to make sure your loan officer is licensed on NMLS. Right? There's a way you go on to the state website, consumer access, dial in the name, everything adds up, you see the NMLS number, you know that you're in good company. All right? Very important. So there you go, there you have it. That's like the trifecta, in my opinion, of doing your due diligence to see if your loan officer is in the right arena online to provide that transparency as far as who they are, what they're doing, what type of feedback they're getting in the industry, okay? Zillow, LinkedIn, NMLS, Consumer Access, State Website. Those are, those, those are the three majors. Redfin, Trulia, those all as well are huge, okay? The next part of what I want to speak about is how I go about the pre-approval process. Because I know a lot of people do things a certain way. Um, I'm pretty like accurate and laser focused when it comes to how I like to pre-approve clients, gain trust, show transparency from the get-go. From the get-go. Most loan officers don't want to talk about rate and closing costs. They want to skate around it. They don't want to get into the details because the truth is it's the kind of stuff that leaves you vulnerable as a loan officer where if you don't say the right number or if the person's shopping and you're wrong, guess what? You might lose the deal. Well, you know what? That's the way things work. You as the prospective buyer need to hear it. You need to hear it. You need to, you need to get the information that you want to get. Sometimes you're not even going to ask until it's too late. So what I do is I bring all this stuff up, up front so you know where and how expectations are met. Some prospective buyers are already in their mind. They have it 
set. They know what they, they know and they feel they know. And they come to me and they're like, well, listen, this is what I was told and this is what I'm expecting. And I'll be, I'll be frank. I'll tell the prospective client, listen, this is the way it is. Okay. This is what you need to prepare, prepare for. These are your options. This is how, this is the best method for you to get what you want. And sometimes I have clients who, who they, they don't want to see eye to eye. Okay, they, they, they feel they're right, and we part ways. But I'll tell you what, the clients that stick with me, every single one, when they get to the closing table, I deliver. I always have. And part of the reason why I do that is I'm transparent from the very beginning. And I go over worst case scenarios. I prep you as the client on what could go wrong because too often in this industry lots of things go wrong and that's the truth and that's what a lot of lenders won't tell you a lot of lenders will try to pitch and sell you on the white picket fence and the sunny days and 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 the ocean breaks but i'm going to tell you that there's a lot of moving variables and things pop up out of nowhere you got title issues. You got value not coming in. You got sellers procrastinating. You got buyer agents, buyers attorneys. You got title companies. You got all different types of things that could pop out at any minute. And if you're not aligned with the right team, you will fail. And you will learn the hard way. So, in the beginning, I like to go over that and cover all that stuff. Okay, so you as the buyer, you know, here's the range where I would be at as far as my rates, as far as my fees. Here are my options. How do I want to go about financing? Do I want to finance the closing costs? Do I want to do a lender credit and bring less closing costs to the table? Is that my only option? Where do I stand? Is FHA better than conventional? Because if I have low credit score, conventional might not be the best route. Everybody says, oh, well, conventional is better than FHA. Not really the case. Because if you have a low 600 credit score, your mortgage insurance rate will be double, if not triple, that of FHA. So it really depends on where you stand with your credit, with your income, with your goals, and how all that aligns together. And I'm just speaking from, you know, my experience. I like to get all that stuff out of the way in the beginning. So you know what you're signing up with. I know that I am qualifying and at the same time disqualifying the type of clients that I want to work with as a lender. So I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to keep in mind that when you're working with a lender, what kind of presentation are they giving you in the beginning? Are they going over the whole process, how it works from the point where you get your offer accepted to when you sign contracts to when contracts are received, fully executed, 
to when you sign your initial disclosures, to when you order the appraisal, and then everything from appraisal to title to clearing all steps, running trade, getting to the closing table, and getting delivered what was originally promised to you. Is your lender going over that in the beginning? Because that is everything, my friends. You need that. You deserve that. And that is what must take place in the first encountering. I don't care if it's over the phone or it's in person. These are the things that need to be mentioned to you and brought to your attention in the beginning. And this, these, this is one of the main pillars of what I feel my success brings to the table is that I go over the stuff that most don't want to talk about in the beginning, but it's vital to you as, a, as, as the prospective buyer. And I'll probably have less clients because of it, because I'm raw and truthful and realistic from day one, second one. And that's how I work. And I feel that's the best way to work because in the end, when my clients close, they can't thank me enough. And I get a ton of referrals because of it. So when you're working with a lender, take note. How transparent? Did, did everything um, Derek mentioned in, in, his, in his audio cast, did this lender go over it? Did they set the expectations correctly? Did they go over worst case scenario? Have your notepad out. Check, check, check. Make sure. I can't emphasize the importance of this, people. And that's it. That's what I wanted to cover on this segment of our audio series here. Know where to look for your loan officer. Do your due diligence. Do your reconnaissance. Make sure there's social currency. And when you have your meet, make sure expectations are met. Make sure you know your range of rates and costs and the difference between both. And you're going to be on top and you're going to be ahead. See you in the next series. Oh, no more companies and loneliness. Won't you change my